0: Love, Talk
1: Radio. Introducing Posture Hosted by the lovely
0: The Angelic Poet.
2: this poetic family, as we enjoy each other's company, a mixture of R&B and spoken word, with the angelic poetess, so that's what? it's time for you to step up and be heard, only the angelic poetry guess what step up and be heard the
1: angelic the angelic
2: after and, and, and dark early edition showcased poetry as behind tonight that's right this girl is phenomenal and you are going to get into to her life in poetry in spoken word and what she's doing in recognition of national poetry month we're gonna get it in tonight all right we got an hour and 57 minutes our interview will last for about 30 to 45 minutes. We will have time for questions, or if you just want to say hi to the poets tonight, you may do so. The number to call in is 347-826-9842. So I'm going to let my guests get comfortable. We're going to get things together. We're going to come back with Ms. Ashley. Hines. And showcase moment of poet, poetess Ashley Hines. So without further ado, we're gonna bring her on the line. All oh, right, Miss Ashley Hines, you are on the air. Hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Everything is lovely. Down that we got the um, star sitting in the chair right now? So um. Your your um, middle name is Elisha. Yes. All
4: right. So tell us a little bit about you as a person. As a person, man, I'm the most laid back, understanding person that you can find. I love football, video games, cars. (laughs) I'm. I'm not a girly girl at all. I can dress up a pair of blue jeans with some heels if I want to, but other than that, I'm running around in a cute top and blue jeans and some some Air Force ones and calling of the day.
2: I like that. That's that's exactly what I'm talking about. My kind of girl, laid back. That's what's exactly. up. Exactly. So, um, Ashley, what um started you in in writing?
4: I started writing when I was about in middle school, going into high school, into that transition. It all started mainly around the time of 2001 in October when I lost my uncle, uh, Frank, in Cincinnati to lung cancer. I was in Spanish class in high school, and we had to write a memoir, and that was my first time really getting to write what I wanted to in school, and it just went from there. And then I took it my senior year and wrote um, three poems to put in my senior portfolio. And the judges they did not know what to do with my style, and they actually graded me lower than I should have been graded on my portfolio. So I took that as motivation to prove that my talent is not to be misjudged.
2: Mhm. Mhm. And you know what? I always say to my guests and to the audience that poetry has no boundaries. Don't tell us how to write. <laughs> exactly. Try to do is same because if you try to put limitations on it or try to put or change it in any type of way, you're going to ruin it.
4: And you got that right because with me, writing is how I get my emotions out. When I first really started writing, I would hide it from everybody. Nobody really knew I did it. Because I put so much of my heart and my soul into it, I felt like somebody could use it against me. But now I've learned that it's better to share it. That way people can get to know me.
2: And the fact that you can also help someone out there.
4: Exactly.
2: No, and I think that's the beauty in the art itself, is actually having someone tell you, like, you know what, I needed to hear this today, or I'm so glad you wrote this piece. That's where the love comes from, and That's when you know you're doing right.
4: And I agree totally with you on that.
2: So I have to ask you, um, in doing your writing, what piece would you consider your most emotional, deep-thoughted
4: piece? Um... I've never shared it with anyone. I have it actually folded up in a style notebook that I, write, that I wrote in a couple years back, about two to three years ago. It was a letter to myself when I evaluated myself and my actions, and I pretty much was talking about unmasking myself, be the real me, and stop trying to be a wannabe and following the crowd of people that I wanted to be around. Just stop, stop rushing into relationships. Stopped longing for love so much that so I rushed into it not really getting to know someone and then, then wondering why would keep going downhill. Yeah. So that was really a time in my life that I went through a lot. My mom and dad got a divorce around that time, so I went through a slight little moment of depression, just working, going to sleep, eating, that's it. And that was my time of thinking as well. And then that was my wake-up call. Hey, I got a lot more talent than I knew about.
2: At that
4: point was you writing or you had put that to the side? I was writing but I was writing to a point where I didn't know what I was writing about. You know how when your pen just starts writing and you don't even know what's going through your head, it just comes out and then you looking at the paper like you got twenty different ideas in one or two pieces of paper And so you got to go back and organize it because I go back all the time looking at my pieces, and I'll edit a piece I've done like three or four years ago because now I can go back and look at it and say, hey, this is really what I was thinking at the time.
2: I feel you. I mean, isn't it wonderful to go back to a piece you wrote three or four years ago and be like, dang, this was state of mind I was in.
4: Exactly. It really is, and I've looked at some of the pieces, and it's like, Whoa. <laughs> oh.
2: Tonight, um, you're gonna be sharing some pieces. Um, did you pick any that you wrote a long a long while ago?
4: Um, the farthest one back that I wrote out of the ones that I uh picked would be one that I wrote back in February of this year.
2: Okay. Um Now, you spoke about how, you know, what started you in writing poetry. Um, Well, actually, how it started, I was just basically venting onto paper. But when did you notice that it was in a poetic
3: form?
4: I knew that when I actually, um, about a year and a half ago, I was on org, her website, and I had met met a poet by the name of Chanzel, Um we were getting on I am through the website and then he was like, I want you to do one of my sound because he read a couple of my pieces and he was like, You're really talented and then he really started helping me develop the idea that it is poetry, what I'm doing, not just writing freestyling what I'm feeling. Because we would get to a point where he would give me, like say, for example, um uh, we would give each other words, like, one day we gave each other the word nipples, just for example, and right off the top of our head, I never did use the word once. never spoke in a real sexual manner, I just put the script and changed it into comparing it to a metaphor of chocolate kisses, the actual chocolate. And that was the moment that I really knew that something was going on right there.
2: <laughs> okay. Alright, so it's
1: <laughs>
2: so at that moment, um, what did you decide? Did you decide that it's just going to be um, a hobby thing, or did you do you want to go further with it
4: at that point? At that point, at first, senior high school, going into graduation, in or four, I just knew that it was a hobby, a way to get my feelings out there. But within the last year and a half to two years, I knew it was something serious that I want to do. Started looking up online how to start developing the idea of putting everything together for a book, because I've had many people saying I need to just get it out there and share. It's stuff people need to hear. <laughs> hear. You hear that? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you was talking before the show, the whole National Poetry Awards, that came up um, through Stephen Riddick. He gave us information about that, and I really felt like that is something that I need to do to network to learn from other poets that's been in the game a little bit longer than I had to know how far I can go, what's out there that I can use as my resources to get hurt.
2: Exactly. I'm definitely going to put out there to get over to Poetry After Dark. It's a name site. Um, I do have the link up on the fan page on Facebook for Poetry After Dark. It has um, names of self publishing uh, publishers. And it also has a detailed description on how you go about copywriting your book.
4: Okay. I would so, definitely take a look at that.
2: Because I'm telling you, girlfriend, I'm not trying to discourage you, but I'm going to definitely keep it real with you. It is not easy. <laughs> and being new at it, like for myself, it was really hard for me because I did not know what avenues I had to go through, so I had to do a lot of research. So I'm willing to you know, being myself to save any of you guys, any new artists, the pain. Go ahead and go over there and take a look at it and get that information in so you can definitely be on your way to um publishing a book because it's definitely possible.
4: I definitely will look at that and appreciate that as well. And to speak out of those you saying it's a challenge, everybody who knows me know that I love a challenge, I love to prove myself right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what's up. I mean, that's how you know that you're dealing with a real poet. Uh, I don't. I can't call too many people poets. You got to have true passion for it, and you know, you can kind of tell the ones they really do.
4: Yeah, that's true.
2: You know. So I mean, do you want to take a break, or can you give us something for the audience?
4: I'll go ahead and share a piece. Because um, actually, out of the pieces I picked, I wanted to go different avenues so everybody could see how versatile I am with my writing. Um, the first piece I want to start with is just thanking the Lord for giving me the gifts of spoken word and being able to write. So I actually have wrote kind of a spiritual poem that I'm getting ready to, and prepared to read at church in front of the congregation one Sunday when I get the opportunity. So I'm wow. just going to go ahead and start with that one first, and then we'll wow. get into everything else later. <laughs> good,
1: good, good. Okay. <laughs> All
4: right, so this one is called Want. The Lord is my shepherd, we shall not want. Some of us have money and material, but still long for more. Is it really a need or just a want? Mansion-sized dream home when really the only mention we need is the one in heaven. With our robe waiting on us, look at the New Testament, book of John, chapter 14. The Lord said he will provide all our needs. We shall never need for anything. He knows our needs, but we just need to ask. It won't just be given, yet doors will be open. People face like we're in his game, a chess. Needing the Holy Spirit, the real ultimate need and want for our soul. The personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, so when the Lord calls checkmate, sending His Son to come again, will you will you still want for material things, love for men, money, or the unconditional love of Christ? And that's it.
1: Wow. An that's real talk. I'm definitely
2: feeling that piece. That's like um, get it, you know check yourself for real.
4: <laughs> and, that, and it wasn't kind of going that way, but I wanted to I, – I was t- I'm trying to get into this mode where if I'm writing everything else from emotional love, hurt, pain, why can't I go into that part of it as well?
1: Mm-hmm. He gave me
4: the gifts, let me start speaking on it, because – that may be a reason why I had to get so strong and able to come up with so many things in so short of a period of time. Maybe I can help reach somebody that may not be able to be reached the traditional way by a preacher or reading the Bible, but maybe if I do poetry that way, maybe I can help somebody get started onto that way. Mhm.
2: That's what it's about. I'm definitely digging that, y'all. We're going to take a small break, and we're going to be right back with more of
3: um, well. What's up, everyone?
5: This is your boy, Steady J. And whenever I'm not holding down on life at the dust and biz or no biz, I'm enjoying some of the best spoken word with the beautiful, the talented, the most extravagant, the most elegant, V. Angelic Cordes on the original, hold on real quick, let me repeat that
6: one more
7: time, the original Poetry After Dark, live from Paul talk radio.
2: And if you would like to get at asking her, she can reach her at Ashley, that's A S H L E Y S M U S I C, music84 at yahoo.com. I'm going to post that in chat to you guys um, So hook up with her on Facebook as well because she does post um, her poetry up there quite regularly. Right, I'm going to bring her back on the line. All right, Miss Ashley, got you back on the air.
4: All right.
2: So, um, we heard the introduction, and that was wow. <laughs> <laughs> definitely digging that. Um, I really believe everyone should turn back because, like you said, you your gift came from God, so why not give back?
4: Um, exactly. <laughs>
2: So, um, and it just
4: touches on what you said as well about somebody may need to hear that as well,
2: yeah, indeed, indeed, definitely, yo, you man, what you said tonight, I can see myself when I first started out, and just not wanting to share and all those things, and then seeing people react to what you write, it's just an amazing talent that has, I think. And I'm not trying to be tooting my own horn's here, but yeah, I think a writer is a very special individual to be able to touch people in that type of way. So, exactly. I, I think um, what I wanted to ask you was, um, you said you wanted to uh, go ahead and start on the book. Have you started, or you just still playing with the idea?
4: I'm still playing with the idea because I don't know which way I want to go because I've actually seen people take the poetry style and flow and do a book in that format and just go from beginning to end with one storyline but in the poetry flow. And then I've also seen the traditional books where you put a book together and you do a certain topic and you have poems relating on that topic. So I don't know which way I want to go yet.
3: Mm.
2: Wow. Let's see. Let's see. Let me keep it real. <laughs> I some pieces in a book, gave it a title. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Was it what you just said? Okay. That's nice. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time with it and be that's a good idea, just to have a, a book with poetry dedicated to a certain area. I never thought of that.
3: Well,
4: that's pretty cool. I figure that might be a good starter way to start off because I got, I'm, like I said, I've been writing since I was like in eighth grade, beginning of high school. So I got so many poems, it's not funny, and they all can go in certain categories. So I'm pretty sure I can have enough to go ahead and put in a book. Hmm.
2: Do you have that piece? People say that, and that's that piece. Do you have that piece that, no piece, uh, that piece is of no other that, that just make you smile when you read it Do you have a special piece?
4: That girl I got so many special pieces To <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you Like I got the one I read um, last Tuesday Called How Dare You That was my first real Like hateful poem Like when somebody do you wrong And you just like how dare you do it like, are you yeah. serious that you just did it? You didn't even think before you did it. <laughs> and then I got some poems where you in love with somebody, you think they the one, and you got them on, like, that high pedestal, and then you got the poems in the middle of the you know it's starting to go downhill, you're like, oh, maybe baby, this ain't right. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get to the end and you heartbroken, you like, damn. It wasn't what I thought it was. So then you read the one from the beginning writer, like was I
1: stupid?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the a writer that actually writes from one's life, I is is just you can actually. I don't know. I guess you have to be in the field for a while, but I actually can tell when a person is writing from passion and or a person just put it on paper. Okay, I'm just gonna whip this together.
4: Exactly. When you
2: write those pieces, those Venom pieces, ooh, those Venom pieces can be, ooh. Now, me, you said you don't really write hateful pieces. I wrote a lot of Venom. I wouldn't
4: call them hateful either. <laughs> I
2: got
4: a couple, and that's what I did tonight. I actually picked a couple of them that I really do, like the first one, one, that's a real passionate, that I, that's a real special to me because that's my first poem like that ever. Wow.
8: And
4: then I got, I'm i got another one I want to read a little bit later that's called You Are More, and that's a piece that I wrote after talking to a couple of my male friends yesterday on Facebook about why is women getting treated the way they are when guys approach them. And it's basically the poem is telling you and breaking you down, if you do these two steps in the poem that I'm talking about, then you won't have that result, and the men will separate themselves from the boys. Hmm. That piece Would you like me to go ahead and read it
2: <laughs> No I'm ready to put it out there now So you know we
4: waiting on the next step Come on <laughs> Alright so you are more No I don't know you But you are so much more Listen up girlfriend I got the inside soup like I'm the insider Most friends, most of my friends are guys So here's how they talk About the good, what they want, the bad And sadly to say the truth but, girlfriend, you are so much more. Stop using your treasure box as bait, then get mad when a guy approaches you wrong, starting a convo with talk of sex. Well, stop asking what his magic stick is like. Need to live by my motto. Don't put yourself in a situation you don't want to be in in the first place. So first, watch how you talk. Next, the way you dress. Yeah, you got an apple bottom, and those dresses do look cute. But, no, I'm not gay. Just giving you your props. But, girlfriend, you are so much more. And Dave Chappelle said it best. You are wearing a whore uniform, so how do you expect someone to treat you? So once you start these two simple steps, then guys will be forced to approach differently, weeding out the boys from the men. So, girlfriend, you are so much more and only can blame boys for so much. Take responsibility for what you do or say and for you hold the key, and guys will only do or say what you let them Once you take pride in yourself, then will others, and they will also see you are so much more. And that's it.
2: I know that's right. So much more, y'all. Check it out. Say, get it together. (laughs) I've read that piece, and, yeah. (laughs) You know, I feel like that... Women out there is making it hard. Well, excuse me, these whores out here is making it hard for good women, you know. Because a guy, they they get this girl, she's loose, and she's like this, and they think they can get it like that with all of them. Then they get their feelings hurt. So, Well,
4: it's nice to mention there are so many girls out here, and I'm going to say girls because they're not real women that are playing the good women role like they understand it, they don't nag, they don't ask questions, they don't meddle, they don't sleep around, they cook, they clean. But then once they get that great dude to get all the good qualities that the real woman wants, they just start acting the ass and turn to do a complete 180 on them. And then that makes it hard for women that are really true women, keep a guy because i so like I've been in this pattern now lately where once you see that I'm not gonna go to what you used to, then you wanna leave because you're not used to the you're not used to it. So you don't know how to handle it.
2: Right. I feel you on that. <laughs> so um, have you ever um went to an open mic session?
4: I have not done a um, live open mic in person. I've just been doing their show. um, Also, Sound Off. they usually do one once a month. Um, Also did um, um, The Pups the other night. Just trying to reach out on blogtalkradio.com, trying to find what's out there. And then one of my friends, Richard, he's actually a party promoter. He's actually working on getting some smoking work going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. So um, we'll eventually start getting into it more here in the city. Do they, um, in
3: Kentucky,
2: do y'all have venues
4: out there? Yeah, we have plenty of venues. It's just, it's so hard. I don't know if you've heard about Kentucky marketing here and how hard it is, but they really say that Kentucky is the hardest state to win over, and we are, because first off, A lot of people don't support their owner unless you're family, and they're just saying you're good because they like you. And then two, it's so hard to please everybody because you got your hood crowd that don't like nothing but the little John. I'ma whoop your butt and pants hanging halfway off them. They don't want to wear nicer, like a maybe a business casual dress code. No jeans, no sneakers. And then you do got the crowd that do want to do that, but they're so busy. Trying to please everybody else That's bringing in the most money They're scared to be different
2: Well Well um, <laughs> In the poetry spoken word Category How do you feel It is As far as I'm going to say Versus
4: Music Do you think we get enough exposure? No, I do not. And it's funny because in my opinion, I think that music and spoken word go hand in hand. We hear a lot of spoken artists now that are getting custom-made beats to fit the rhythm of their poems and mm-hmm. putting it on auto and on mp3 files. but yet they're not getting recognized enough for it. But yet you got somebody that is quick to make a hit song that's talking about killing somebody or um, taking somebody's girl, selling drugs on the street and stuff like that, and we're quick to give them a word for that. Mm-hmm. When it's the same thing you keep hearing over and over again, but yet you got a whole category of spoken word that is touching on real life issues that's not even getting recognized enough that it should be. And, and I've actually heard a spoken word artist. He's also, um, I can't remember his name, but I heard him on a sound off when they had um, Daddy's Night last, night, uh, last month. Um, an artist called in. He's actually a rapper and a singer at the same time, but he does spoken word. And when he called in and did his, it was actually a song that he wrote, but it was a spoken word at the same time. It had singing and it, it had rapping it just had straight speaking, so it combined it all the styles together. And I think that if, as a culture, as a, as people, if we can step up and honestly speak out and say we want to hear more and stop hiding in the background and say, "Oh, we'll just catch it whenever we do." Start demanding it in your cities, demanding it, even if it's at one place one night a month. If this starts getting recognized, then it can be something that can bring out a lot of people because there's a lot of soccer word artists out there you just don't know about them.
2: Oh, yeah, and I'm telling you, in doing this radio thing, I have found so much work, so many poets out there that's doing these and I, It kind of frustrates me sometimes because some poets are still in that mode that all I want to do is post poetry and they don't want to hit the mic. I'm like, yo, you just... Your talent needs to be shown, you know. Come on out the closet and let everybody see what you're working with. So I and love when it. you
4: speak it. You can put your heart and your feeling into it, and somebody can really feel what you meant when you wrote that piece. hmm
2: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, right now I feel like the spoken word is going into a whole different format right now. And
4: um, how do you feel about I'm sorry, what did you say, how I feel about what?
2: Um, How do you feel about having your poetry recorded?
4: I can't wait. Um, I can't wait at all. I'm ready for it. I know plenty of people that do beats for music artists, so I'm going to start getting on the when I can finally get the Courage enough to go ahead and step in front of them in front of the mic. That's why I'm doing this mainly with you and your show to get that confidence level up. Then it'll be easier to want to do it in front of people and then record it and not be nervous. Hello? Hello.
2: Okay, I had a small technical difficulty where I was um off the line. Let me make sure I still have my guest here. Ashley?
4: Yes, I'm here.
2: All right. My bad, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm <laughs> I was um, gonna
1: you, like, uh hello? Hello.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was gone. I was totally wiped off the switchboard there. But I'm back. Um, I see my switchboard is gone. We're going to be taking questions or whatever they want to say hello, what have you, in just a few moments. Let me gather my thoughts after just getting <laughs> disconnected, and we're going to come right back with more of Ashley.
8: What up, dawg, what up, dawg, what, what up, dawg? Up, this is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back, relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash be poetic, angelic me. And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamics. Dynamic, fantastic, fantastic and out of sight poetry. That's the mind, body, and soul on the late night tip. From 11pm to 1am. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You dig? Let's go. When, when I'm still sitting back and I'm sipping on, on my act. Who do I listen to? And
1: with the report what I need. Satisfaction guaranteed. Who do I listen to? The queen of poetry. Golf pump radio where is she be and her
3: name
1: is Dianne Delicote. Friday's and she's on LA's night track and her name is Dianne Delicote. Dianne Delicote. Dianne Delicote. Dianne Delicote. Dianne Delicote. Dianne Delicote.
2: This is a showcase of the poetess, Ashley Hines, and boy, I told you she had something for you. And we're not done with her yet, Miss Ashley.
4: Yes, ma'am.
2: Now we got to talk about that name.
4: <laughs> oh, my uh, stage name. I told you I wanted to introduce tonight. <laughs> yes, I mean every poet has a,
2: you know, a stage name, so. This Ashley's
4: going to introduce her as a poetry after dark, so, yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all laugh. Uh, Anybody who's old school that might know the double meaning, which I did not pick this for the double meaning, the nickname, what it can mean as well. Let me go ahead and put that out there. (laughs) Um, But the name is Nuna, N-U-N-A-H. I actually acquired that as a name, as a nickname from an ex back in 07, 08. Um, somebody that was past Puerto Rican, so that's how it came up. And then I just stuck with that. I love the unique of how it sounded, and I was like, I want to use that one day as my writer pen name, stage name for something. And I love writing. I'm like, once I started making it publicly known, that's gonna be my stage name because I think that is like the hottest word nickname ever, and it just flows off your tongue. <laughs>
2: Okay,
4: so say it again for us. It's Nuna, N U N A H.
2: And for the dummies, tell them, tell them. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, y'all. No, go ahead, tell them what it means. <laughs> uh, I actually mentioned, because uh, I had it tattooed on me as well, on my chest, um, in the microphone. That was unique as well, because I got it done in the microphone. But the microphone cord is actually spelling out Nuna instead of just being a straight cord going from the microphone. So, uh, older black lady seen it one day, and she read it. She said, "Does that say Nuna?" I said, "Yes, yes." She said, "You baby, you too young. You don't know what that also means." And I'm like, "Um, no, ma'am." So when she told me, I was shocked because she told me it's a nickname for, um, okay, which word should we use for this so we don't <laughs> offend nobody? <laughs> um, a woman sweet shot her special treasure box. There we go. <laughs> her juice box. <laughs> there we go. Or as my mama said to my little cousin, ten, that don't know about your pocketbook.
3: <laughs>
2: All right. So now that you introduced your name, go ahead and um, show us why your name is what it is.
4: All right. So we're going to touch on that side. Look. <laughs> All right, so we gonna hit up on a, a poem that I know that you really enjoy last month that I read. So I wanted to read it again for you, and also a couple people out there that I hope is listening tonight that did not get to hear it the first time. It's called The Recipe of Ecstasy. Gotta have the right recipe to love. Can't have the love without the right resiliency. Start with a pound of trust, mixed in understanding, then a mouthpiece for communication. Followed by an open heart and mind, these are the most important ingredients. Let them flow naturally. No artificial ingredients needed. Next, throw in a few jokes to produce the constant Kool-Aid smell. Start to see the product to the develop. Next comes the needed, but not most important. Slowly insert the magic stick, at least six inches or more, finding the right place to mix with the oven. Once found and done right, oh, yeah, you got to know what is needed to do it right. Once inserted, continue to move in and out. Then 30 minutes of doggy style, at least 5 to 10 smacks to my ass, and 1 to 2 pulls of my hair, and a pinch of ooze and ahs to let you know the ingredients are mixing well. Continue with 30 minutes more of missionary. Gotta be you on top, baby, to get the oven just right. Placing kisses everywhere, lips, neck, earlobes, nipples. Then as you feel the oven start to heat, Hold on tight, nails scratching and more oohs and ahs, and oh, baby, your product is done. Overflowing in the oven to let you know it's done. Follow my recipe, and I guarantee you'll have a full course of ecstasy and pleasure. And that's it. I love it when Luna gets back. <laughs> I got a safe one for that side, too. <laughs> you know how to do more than one of their sides. Yeah, man, that that, that piece is hot.
2: <laughs> that is a hot piece. Oh. So if you guys want to call in and um, say what's up to Nuna, <laughs> now that she's been introduced, you can dial 347-826-9842. And hang on, we got one person here. Let's see who this is. Seven oh eight, you're on the air. The local princess is calling in.
8: Hey, princess. I, Hello.
4: Y'all,
8: how y'all doing?
4: I'm doing oh. good. How you doing?
8: I'm doing good. <laughs> I do have a special poem tonight. Um it's called Nocturnal Pleasure. I'm telling y'all now, um, it gets kind of deep, so y'all should be ready. <laughs> but, okay, uh, hold
2: up, one second, Ms. Princess. Hold up for one second. Right now we're in the middle of a teaser, so I was assuming you was calling in to speak to um to the teaser poet.
8: Oh, oh, okay. Um, I do have a question for her though.
4: Okay, okay. Um, how did you get discovered? Well, um, just really, it all started on uh, PlanetZane dot org networking there, and then reaching out and just doing a search on um, Wild Talk Radio for spoken word. i uh-huh. I've
3: been That's
4: doing that too. To do. I was speaking at the same time. I didn't catch what y'all said. I was telling her that I got um, discovered through PlanetZane.org networking there with some spoken word artists, and they were telling me about events to do, and then just doing a search for different radio shows on blogtalkradio.com. Oh, okay.
2: Now, process, what I can do, my interview is in about the end in about 10 minutes. I will come back to your line, and you can go ahead and stitch a piece, okay? Okay. All right, that's what's up.
6: Um.
2: All right, for anybody else that has um, any questions or wants to say what's up to the new NAS, you can dial <laughs> 826 nine eight four two and go ahead and shout out um your email so they know how to get in touch with you on Facebook.
4: It is Ashley's Music eighty four at Yahoo dot com. It's the A S H L E Y S M U S I C eighty four at Yahoo dot com. There it is
2: So definitely um get in touch with her. And the chat room has a request that they want to hear more poetry, and they get mad. Ooh,
4: okay, I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead, spit girl. <laughs> <laughs> I got three more ready, so we can just go straight through all three if you want me to. Well will make them happy. <laughs> <laughs> Give it like so to All right. Okay. Um, first one's going to be caught Dylan. I always said I wanted a gun, not to shoot someone, but just because I liked the way the Glock looked. Little did I know I already got one, with license at the time of birth. No, not physically, yet spiritually. Moved throughout life, leading the clip, uh, loading the clip and releasing on everyone, not killing anyone, but yet, shooting them with words. My bullets are life experiences. Life is just ammo. Each bullet represents what I've been through. The gun is my gift to write, able to take the bullets and write from the heart. Once the bullets are locked and loaded, trigger is pulled, we got the product, a smoking bullet, or yet, say, another hot piece. Smoking, teaching, hitting somewhere where it hurts, the delivery is smooth and quick, either by smoking out my mouth or read from paper to your brain. No matter how the bullet hits, takes time to register you've been hit, so don't be afraid of my Glock. Yet stand straight up, take all that I'm shooting, unlimited ammo, all because life is my ammo for poetry. And that's it.
1: What? Oh, my goodness.
4: <laughs> oh, wow, I'm scared of you. Okay, now. Girl, that came because I've been using this like for the last two weeks where I've been saying life is just my ammo for poetry. And I'm like, hold on now. I, I can take that somewhere. Cause you know, we spit it and we hitting people with it and it'll take a while to sink in. But once they feel it, it could hurt or it could be something that they enjoy depending on how you take it.
2: Pretty much. Um, we have someone else that, Put
6: your hand up 8, 6, you to say something. You got 865. You on the air? Hello.
4: Hello. Hi. Hi, Paul. How are you doing?
6: Good. How are you doing? Beautiful. I just wanted to call and tell you that um, you keep doing what you're doing. How old are you? I am
4: 25.
6: Okay. Beautiful. I'll be you're I'll down, Your voice sounds uh, thank you. But Some of your experiences just told me you was a little bit older, but I just, the voice and the mind didn't match up. <laughs> I get that all the time. Yeah.
4: Like the way I carry myself in my poetry, a lot of people don't think I'm as young as I am, but I've been through quite a bit.
6: No, I didn't think you was old as you were. You're not saying that you're old, but, I mean, you, your voice just sounded younger.
4: I, uh, I yeah, I yeah, but it my-
6: good. I, I just oh. want to just just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, sound good, and um, it's, well, it's going to get better because you know, as long as you keep on representing from your heart and what you believe in, and just bringing the truth, you know, you are you are you are Michael the Macro or the Creator. Thank you for the
2: encouragement.
6: Yes. Is Elder? Yes. How you doing?
2: All right, Elder. That's what's up. He he, he definitely going um put something good in your ear. I featured Elder on Portrait the Dark some time ago, and he was phenomenal. So I know you had something good to say. Thank you for calling in.
6: You're welcome. See y'all later. Have a good night. You too. I might call back for
2: the. Oh, I hit the button on you, but if you call back, just put one up, baby. You know I bring you right back in. We got about fifty nine minutes left, and so, um, you ready with to roll with another one? I sure am. Alright, this This one's
4: called. What would you do? See you from across the room, eye contact to look into your hazel eyes, notice you've been watching, not just a day, but for months. What would you do? I walk up to say, I walk up to you, hips swaying, ass bouncing, hair blowing in the wind, making the first move. Baby, what would you do? Times have changed, women make the first move. No need to ask for your name, only need to know what would you do. Come to my place, open the door to the smell of home-cooked meal, enjoy your food. But what comes next? What would you do? I walk in the room, hair down, black and red lace bra, matching seafood boy shorts, hugging my cheeks. You You laying on your stomach, I climb on your back, slowly rubbing your back, kissing your neck, sucking your earlobes. Baby, what would you do? Whisper, I want you. Not just any way, but every way possible. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. But tonight, let's start the physical. What would you do? I'll tell you what to do. What I like, then you'll know what you would do. And that's it.
2: (laughs) Uh-oh. Um, we have another caller on the line for you but I'm not sure what this person's area code is and we must say your area code in chat so I can open you up because I have um a few people on the line. Okay. So we're gonna keep moving and so he tells me his area code. Well so, um, so he's his
4: area code. I have another one I can read. <laughs> Yeah,
1: now, wait, um, that way the chat room that not get too upset
3: at
2: us.
1: But. <laughs> Let me see who this is.
2: One
9: moment. Eight, five, nine. You on the air. Hold oh, no. on. Ask
1: from my area totally. <laughs> Yeah, totally.
9: how you doing? How you doing? Good. Well, you know, I've been listening the whole time. You know, I've been trying to tell everybody at XM they better listen to you tonight, too.
1: Hey, Arthur! What's <laughs> up, man?
6: Uh,
9: You've been killing it, and I've been listening. I said, "Ah, she's a, she's about what she's talking about." I said, "I I can't wait. I can't wait till this book comes out." Now you got to make sure I get an autographed copy, all right? But I just had to shout you out. You know, we got mad love from the bill. Even though you think Kentucky don't ref you, we got to make sure we support you. So uh, I'm gonna tell everybody. I'm gonna put you up on my blog, telling everybody they gotta hit. You know, um, Nina, you hear me? <laughs> so we gotta make it right. Not Nina,
4: it's Nuna. <laughs> I'm
9: sorry, so it's new. So I will put it up, and so uh, make sure that you make it right with us, and I'll get uh, get me all your information so I can blast you on my website. All right.
1: I will. I got you. That's
2: what's up. Oh my gosh, so much love in the um, room tonight. Definitely feeling that. Um, so they they want more poetry. So
4: yeah. <laughs> all right. So I got one called brain to the table most people want the same things but how do you know you're getting all those things what a person brings to the table well i want love someone that accepts all of me not some of me but all of me then how about i tell you what i bring to the table in the rooks department may not be beyonce but i'm gifted in the chest and provide the apple to keep the doctor away long black hair to the middle of my back not a super flat stomach, but not overly big either. Just right that I'm comfortable with. Golden brown skin that reflects the sun's razors. But no need for makeup, because I am a natural beauty. Now on to the rest. Not a nagger, but I am very concerned. Like to give my opinion and show that I care. Don't smother a queen, since I know I will get my time. Very strong-minded, don't get it twisted. Didn't say things that I'm always right, but when I am, I fight. Not only fight for what I believe in, but yet with the video games. Yeah, I get down on the sticks. I throw in the club, supporting, promoting. Then come home to the kitchen. Baby girl loves to cook. Rats and music all the time. Heart will sing the song of understanding and love. Some women don't understand. You need time with your family or boys, but I do. Last but definitely not least, I love the Lord. And one day we'll be blessed with kids, along with a white man. But for now, if you think you're the one, then here's what I bring to the table. Is what you want or are looking for? If so, come to the table, sit down, and spread out a buffet of what you bring to the table. Please don't get this twisted. Not a classified or a lonely date, nad. But just a little, you let, just a little bit of letting you know a little of what you're getting into when take a seat at my table. But there is so much more for you to learn, and that's it. <laughs> Oh,
2: wow. Um, guys, I'm going to take a short break. We're going to wrap up the interview, and she's going to give you guys her contact information again. And, yeah, we're going to move into some open mic and some poetry. But um, we're going to be right back with a little bit more behind though. I'm wishing on the phone. Wonderful, wonderful evening with her. Let me bring her back on the line here. Ms. Ashley.
4: Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, I do have
2: um, a couple of final questions, and we're going to wrap it up. Um, First of all, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on and sharing your talent with us. really enjoyed you tonight.
4: Uh, You're welcome. I appreciate you inviting me and asking me to come on the show. And if it's okay with you, I would like to pose a question to everybody out there in the chat room, if it's okay with our host, before we wrap it up, I would like to read one more thing, but which side do y'all want to hear? The kind of hurt side, or do y'all want to hear the erotic side? (laughs)
3: Hmm.
2: Okay, so basically it's going to be tough or erotic. Y'all make the choice in the chat room and I'm going to forward my question to her. Do you have a uh, poet out there that inspires you or um, someone that you regularly read?
4: Yes. It would be uh, Shamsil. That's how I pronounce I think it's actually pronounced uh, Shamsil. It's spelled C-H-A-M-S-I-L. Um, that is actually the poet that I met on Planet Zane that helped me develop my freestyling where we would just spit out the titles or topic or something and just come off the top of the dome whenever we had time. We would do probably about five to ten of them in maybe about two hours. And he actually has, he was who I was talking about who's been writing books or novels, but he's been doing it in the poetry style, not straight regular flow sentences and everything like that. He's been doing it in the poetry style.
3: Right.
2: And you know, it took a while for me to learn this but spoken word and poetry does have similarities to it. Um yes. especially when it comes down to reciting it. So
4: Yeah. It um, we does.
2: gotta vote <laughs> We gotta vote. They want the erotic.
8: All right.
4: Okay. <laughs> Well, I wonder how you want me to go with it because I got two sitting out to the side. I just don't know which one we should go with. Let me say the titles and then we can do a little vote in the chat room if we want to. Uh, one's called Addicted Maybe, which that was the one on my Facebook page, and then Super Blow Pop. I like the Super Blow Pop just because the title just reached out to me. Hey, <laughs> that. <laughs>
1: But once you hear the
4: analogy, which I'm already pretty sure you hit to what it means, then you're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. So, Super Blow Pop. Oh, there's only one sucker I love, the Super Blow Pop, no matter, no other compared to your size. Some come sour, but I prefer the sweet ones, making my mouth water from the juices, savor every moment, taking my time to get to the center, being careful never to bite. Using my tongue, look around the tip, got to check the flavor. Then taking a blow pop, holding it in my mouth, just enjoying the juices and the flavor. Still using my tongue, only this time tracing the edges. Take my time only to get to the center. How many weeks does it take to get to the center? Oh, how I love the super blow pop. And that's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now y'all, y'all want to. Let me know. Wow. I know the
4: family is going crazy right now. Hell yeah. <laughs>
2: Indeed they are. Um, wow, Ashley, you have been phenomenal tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Please shout out, um, your information one more time again.
4: All right, my email, everybody can find me on Facebook through it, is ashleysmusic84 at com, which is E Y S N U 4 at yahoo.com. Or you can just look me up as Ashley Hines, which my last name is spelled H-I-N-E-S. All right, there it is,
2: guys. Now, um, I'm going to – oops, let me – hold up. Let me bring you back. Didn't
4: know you were about to say something else. Oh, you said all this, right? I on birthday. at a.m. 25, birthday's December 11th, 1984, living in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> Breppin', okay, y'all better know. Breppin Breppin got single, to- just writing, working hard. <laughs> I know that. But for everybody out that's wondering, I don't know if we got a mail list or if that's their wondering,
3: like,
2: is
1: she
4: single? Is she single?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> Sadly, but yeah
2: <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being single no, Ain't nothing wrong with that girl you Ain't nothing wrong
4: with You want somebody to be around To share these special moments with you
3: Right. When you done already figured
4: out Who you are And you just want somebody to share your happiness with you And it will come Patience is the key And when it comes, you're going to be overwhelmed Trust me you <laughs>
2: first one
1: to know about it.
2: I'm going to be like hey! <laughs> <laughs> That is what's up Alright guys Poetry After Dark's Early Edition Showcase um, portrait Ashley Hines is coming to a close at this time She has given up her contact information If you are on Facebook You can just simply type in Ashley Hines She's out of the Kentucky area And you can um, add her on to Facebook Thank you all that Call then and say what's up for her and um, ask her questions, share your thoughts and what have you. She really appreciates the love. Now we're gonna go into a break mode here and I'm gonna come back and open up caller 708. She wants to do a piece for us. I believe that was Princess. If you too want to get on the mic, you can dial three four seven eight two six nine eight four two and I'll be right back.
7: To be or not to be. That is the question. <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, this your man, sound off now. For the best in poetry and spoken word, join my fam, the Angelic Poets. That's every Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in internet radio. So join my fam, D-A-P, DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet. With that special blend of music soothe you after a long hard day again that's Tuesdays and Fridays 11pm to 1am for the Angelic Poetist Artist Showcase I will see you there
2: What's is Ashley Hines, in the first beginning of it, so about an hour, and now we're doing poetry, and I'm going to open up the mic for Ms. Princess, and we're going to go from
8: there. So 708, that's what i Hello? Yes. Okay, I got a special poem for you guys, but um, just to warn you all, it gets a little deep. <laughs> so it's called um, Playing for Pleasure." and it goes like this. Sex is a game like chess. Sex is like chess. Go ahead and make your move. Touch me, tease me. Let's get into the groove. Lights dimmed, soft music, honey, with cream, chocolate, fine wine. Lay me on the bed or hit it from behind. Make you mine. I want you to fuck me raw as my body moves slowly on top. Hit it fast or hard. Don't you dare try to stop. I don't... I w- I want, uh, sorry, I want my cherry to pop on top of your lollipop. Climax of sweet relief, no type of grief. I want to feel it deep in my pleasure zone, make me moan. I want to put scratches in your back as you make me scream your name. As you scream your name Your name will be heard in every room Of the house Music is quiet as a mouse As the record clicks To the end You're done You don't comprehend We are not done Baby boy We have only just begun
1: Right. <laughs> So definitely, um, uh,
2: and mature for those um, that don't want to hear that type of poetry. So I do apologize, but this is a mature audience. So yeah, um, are you posting your poetry on the internet
8: or you just? Yeah, I post my stuff on sites. I got blog sites. I need to start posting. Um, but yeah, I post my things. I, um. Uh, but I really don't get much response unless it's from my friends. Okay,
2: well, um, are you on Black Planet?
8: Um, I used to be. I just don't remember my thing. I know it's a Little Grim. Like, if you search Little Grim, my little picture will pop up. I just got to remember my password so I can get back on. Oh, okay,
2: Cause. I have a poetry group called Black Woman Poetry on black and You definitely would get feedback there. And um, if you're on Facebook, you can look under, look up the poetess in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'll hook you up with my crew, and we'll definitely um, give you feedback. I love reading poetry. Okay. All right. Um, definitely really call back again. The show runs on Tuesday and Friday, same time, eleven to one o'clock. Today it will run to one because we started late. All right, um, so there it is guys. I was Princess and doing her piece. I'm gonna read a piece for you guys um later on. <laughs> not right now, but I definitely will. And I'm sorry I don't have erotic. I mean I have some erotic but I'm not gonna read Erotic tonight. I'm going to be uh, sharing some new pieces with you guys. But, anyhow, um, let's play another track. Here we go. This is a throwback now. True. Let's see who knows about this here. This and we have about 29 minutes remaining in the show And I'm going to go ahead and share a piece with you guys <laughs> Okay, when I just got a message that somebody wants me to wait Hmm, I might be able to do that Okay, um, tell you what guys since I do have someone that wants to um, actually hear the piece in the chat room, I'm going to wait till that person comes back to their computer. And I'm going to play a different piece. As long as I figure out which one I want to play, guys. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to go with this one. This is called Sisters, and this is by a poet named Slam.
7: Your sexiness is like, whoa. I mean... Everywhere I go, I see chocolate treats, caramel sweets, thick butter thighs, African strength in your eyes, so proud, so strong. You could be short, tall, supermodel type, full size, 5'5 with brown eyes, hell, it doesn't matter, because in your presence, I'm paralyzed. By your blackness, I'm mesmerized by your sexiness. I apologize for the ignorance of my fellow brothers. They know no better, but you have to understand that you can cause any man to get real dumb, brain numb. There's so much to learn from you, I tell them. It's not just about getting some. dumb. Your intelligence, your elegance, tolerance for nonsense, confidence is self-evident. And what you are, which is a natural black queen, ruler of this earth, mother of everything. Concrete and abstract, spiritual, and as a matter of fact, I salute you, praise you, and recognize your true meaning. All of the above and more. There's not enough time in this poem to express my feelings towards you my fellow sisters just know you are appreciated and i am dedicated remain standing tall and strong while others think you're on your way i think you've already made it my sisters
2: Dark Early Edition, I'm your host, and I am going to read this piece, and this is titled The Other Side. Give it all to me, down to the last drop. Don't stop, keep it going. My vitals are out of control, flowing down your drain. My tongue yearns for a taste of your love. On the other side, this thing, is blazing with all the natural flavors. Craving my favorite treat discreetly, I call on you. It's like Calgon taking me away, in the morning I'm singing as we lay. Like jealousy, baby, just stay. You and I are radiant, more radiant than the springtime in May. Speaking in a song only we can interpret. It's so good, so good, that I will never forget. On the other side, my love binds with you, connected longer than the ocean seas. Beggars can't be choosy, so please, make all time freeze and just take me. Oh, somewhere beyond the rainbow lies our love and sensual ties. As the waves rise and my heart's abiding, picking all in stride. On the other side, this thing is so obsessive, and usually I'm the one to be the aggressor. But no, you taught me, my professor. Class 101 ecstasy is now in. Let me win you over. Become the teacher's pet. And don't look for that apple, honey, for I have something else for you that's wet. Bet, do me on the table on your labels. Let me make that grave. Never shave, because I'll behave. Just years. So excited, I'm trembling and I can't keep still. For he, he fills me up. So good, it's an overflowing cup. So, baby, you have this drink because it's on me. And that's that piece. Rolling for another track right here. I'll be back with some more poetry for y'all.
9: they wander as I wonder where this woman was birthed this black mother of earth somehow was blessed with a curse her two breasts were my nurse so I know she feels hurt when we stare at her chest trying to see through her shirt my eyes they wander as I wonder what is under her skirt so-called hip-hop videos diminish her worth and what makes matters worse is I see my brothers in church about to do a head jerk and who's to blame the black god has been done wrong since willie lynch spit that nonsense on how to break down and tarnish the strongest of silver sisters submissive to overseers Sucking her breast until it's dry. Now, my eye loves brown skin, model type, tall, slim, with a little kid grin and a dimple in her chin. And who's to blame? Who's to blame? There's nothing more beautiful than a beautiful black woman. And I appreciate the beauty and the art of being beautiful. But who's to blame for when my eyes wander and when my mind wonders what she's working with? I say. Blame the sexploitation of a goddess I said blame the sexploitation of a goddess We got 10 year old girls being viewed as sex objects Let's blame bikini contests Wet t-shirts and harlots Let's blame massage parlors And blame baby fathers Leaving sisters self-conscious Watching other women with small stomachs D-cups and cute onions And videos fronting like they truly existed Wow, dude got it twisted, ready to leave wifey for a video. hoe, ready to leave wifey for a video. hoe On some ever since the baby, yo, she ain't been pretty though And who's to blame, and who's to blame for my wandering eye that often falls on a thigh If her skirt is so high that the whole of her thigh can be seen by the blind Do we blame mother nature? Or a scuttle who does favors? Do we blame the major player or the captain go saver? For why you acting stranger when I ask for your name and your math so I can trace you? You start looking grave, like your life is in danger, as if I'm a perpetrator of some crazy psychomaniac serial data. Come on now, still I'm looking, wondering, wow, look how glorious God made her, a wise creator, and what greater gift did God give Adam than that of a companion? So, who's to blame? The black, goddess. the black Goddess has a true heart, a true heart like Rebecca DuPont. The Black, the Black Goddess is a real sis, a real sis like, like Golden Infamous. The Black, the Black Goddess, the Black Goddess stay fly, she stay fly like Olu Butterfly. The Black, the Black Goddess is a strong sister, a strong sister like Jai Hipster. Goddess. The black goddess is love. The black goddess is the truth.
3: The
9: black goddess is too clear. The black, the black goddess. Semantics. The black goddess. The black, the black, the black goddess. It's smiley. Tempest.
5: The more and more I ride the winds of change, the more and more reality remains the same. From poverty to poverty, Dayton's to twenties, my preceded by forties. I take my forty and pour out forty squigs libations for change. Change I'm still awaiting to resurrect, but the errand was a change be so thin that it blends in with the smoke and smog of a false history, incarcerated minds and the more's name of capitalism. So instead of writing. These were the change I fall. Instead of inhaling, these were the change I choke. While so many others don't, that's what worries me. Winds that make these new Negroes think that they are slaves. Winds that tell us that terrorists are lurking in many eastern Cases, but terrorists are rapists and pedophiles on urban city blocks, crack houses, pimping blocks. They used to be building blocks for the village, the village that used to come together to raise the child. But now the village sports big blocks and it's the high spots to party non-stop. What a child. Looks for Midnight Love and R. Kelly videos. And Daytime gets miseducated by their bling-bling heroes. So when the wind blows, all I feel is the dull air in elementary school classrooms. Overcrowded classrooms in the LaPotator schools. Because the men who commit the most sin have the pen to regulate the money. So he does what? Delegate the money to go outside city lines to build new schools, even. Already struggling black youth through old schools. But come on, y'all. Matter if it's new school or old school, we still don't make the rules, still suffocated by European rule. That's why we got black babies in schools looking like fools, telling these kids that Columbus discovered America, Lincoln freed the slaves, General Lee was a great American, George Washington was a great American, Benjamin Franklin was a great American, but if you look close in reflection at Ben Franklin's glasses, you will see Kunta K's back receiving 50 lashes or Mamie or her knees and Master Beeman's kitchen swaddling with semen while Brother Miller still swinging that down square lynching. Now in 2004, Washington and Franklin's great, great grandsons are lynching nonsense with maximum time terms for petty crimes. Our sons never get seen. Thus some victims of urban landmines and political concubines, so now the expo squares and right rhymes keep losing their minds because dead new realities are bar slamming wind chimes while Aaron Cape K Ronic and corrupt police and Martha Stewart still walk away with no jail time. <laughs> and see, us y'all, we ain't no better. We're just prisoners of hope. Using alcohol and weed to get doped up because those blue collar way off our work days got us feeling choked up. That's why when Fridays come, we run like hell liquor stores, because for two fucking days, we went for like we ain't got no problems no more. So don't tell me that the winds of change are coming. Don't tell me that times are changing. Don't tell me that the winds of change are blowing, because I have not had one breath of fresh air yet.
0: Poets, what would you write if you knew that the moment after you recite, there's a 99% chance that you would lose your life? And the only thing that flashes before your eyes is the prose that you chose, plus the bodies that fill the seats in the venues, continuing for entertainment through what you expose, and that's despite the fact that you're so nervous that blood starts spouting from your nose and your soul is at stake because you faked your way through two religions in one lifetime, and since this time... The cost of pretending is the price of your life, you're now realizing that going to church every Sunday and wearing a crucifix on your chain is just not enough to cut it when it comes to building that relationship with Christ. Plus, the strike that led you towards Islam doesn't even stand for much because your way of living in the Quran was so out of touch that it is the Muslim community injustice. justice you were thinking you were their spiritual sibling because you looked at pork and said, no more will I touch this. Plus, Arabic phrases such as Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim, and Malaykum Salam doesn't exactly make you a pillar in Islam. Cause, bean pies plus, black veils plus, bow ties just add up to big lies if you're subtracting Hajj and Ramadan and your superficiality has caused so much self-harm that you have bad credibility and no spiritual wealth. So, in writing this poem, if you do nothing else, take the selfish way out and write something that will save yourself. If you've done it in no other time in your life, take the talent that you're blessed with and show self-respect. Instead of wasting your time on the mic blasting the opposite sex... Take clarity plus sincerity, then multiply that times New Roman, and to sum up the text, speak the truth that bounces around in your chest, and don't worry about death. This is a matter of death or death. You see, the signage you release from your soul would be so bold that it brings a tear to that teenage girl's eye before she gets to abortion. And the portions of your metaphors can be that one driving force to stop that out-of-work father from taking his own life. So, poets, what would you write if someone was standing behind you holding a knife to your throat? I doubt that you would devote half the time to compose half a line to criticize President Bush because now you're at a point where a shove comes a push, and when it comes to fatality, who cares about miscounted ballots in the South? See, the power of life or death is in your mouth. Realize that your existence is about much more than CD sales and slam scores. Take all of the strength and passion you can muster from within and release it through your pen. Because we'd all die eternally if our lives were rated on a scale of 1 to 10 and we receive a 9.9. That's why if I recite and my mouth gets dry, I'd hack up blood plasma just so I could continue to spit it. And flow for those who will listen, whether they're straight or homosexual, ignorant and asleep, or wide awake and intellectual like nocturnal crickets. I want to gather socialist Black Panther skinheads, rednecks, and bigots, then hang them all from branches of my poetry until they all choke off similes, perform Heimlich haiku, then embrace as a result of my spirituality. A H E E M Jamal is all I claim to be. In a spite of the struggle, I hope that out of my darkest days, at least one person will see light. So until I die, I will fervently write before I leave this literary legacy to documents the fullness of life.
2: M-D-A d and oh, my goodness, you're in tune with Poetry After Dark's early edition. Earlier we had poetess, uh Nuna, a.k.a. Ashley Hines, said definitely came through the blessed night. I just got a message off of Facebook, um, Poet Deep Thinker. I am so sorry. I kind of assumed that you were somebody I did not want on the mic, and I apologize. But I got you on the air. If you want to sit, I still have a little bit of time left.
10: Hey, good evening. How are you? Well, I guess I should say good morning at this point. <laughs> I, I, it's all right. You know, I understand blog talk radio has a notoriously bad habit of disconnecting switchboards and losing callers and all that kind of stuff, but I just wanted to say this was the first time that I had an opportunity to hear your show. I was very much impressed Uh to the young lady who was doing the feature. I understand if memory serves me right, that she is in Kentucky. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I believe I just friended her on Facebook and if she can hear the sound of my voice, I want to urge her to connect with a gentleman on my page by the name of Julius the soul lounge. I want to say he's in Louisville, Kentucky. He's in the process of, or he's ongoing now, of setting up series of poetic events between April and July through April, through April into, I'd want to say July. So, uh, if she can hear me, have her to contact me, and I will definitely try and link her with him. Or if nothing else, try and ask that information on. I'm in North Carolina, so it will be a little more problematic for me to get to Kentucky, but I at least wanted to extend that out to the universe. Very important that we support each other in this effort, so I just wanted to pass that on. Let me go ahead and give... I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Go ahead, now go
3: ahead.
10: Um, but I, I just wanted to urge everyone who supports poetry, ir- irrespective of where you are. Very important that we support artists where they are as they are. I don't care if you read it from a Blackberry. I don't care if you read it from a piece of paper. I don't care if you have it memorized. Let your work stand. Let your work stand for something. It's not about the vote, number of words that you can put into a line. Uh, what you're saying in those lines makes a difference in what people hear. The gift of discernment and poetry and exhortation are two of the greatest spiritual gifts that any person can have. Do not take this gift lightly, because what you speak into another person's soul, you make manifest into their mind and their heart. The piece that I want to give is entitled Living Element Desired in Love is a living element. Passion flows as heavy grade radiant energy. Chemical reaction of safe bliss, charge, awaiting desire, held in armored harbingers of soul, meeting the right frequency of touch, compassion, strength, will. Freed. Ecstasy creates an atomic rush of joy. Carrying inhibitions to the mind's back wall to die off as forgotten ashes of regret. Seeking the living element, feeling the radiance of you, spirit leaves a lasting signature. Other elements pose as similar, fade like illusionist gases. Love is a living element. Pray. One day to behold her energy next to mine. And that would be that. Mm. Wow! I have to have more of you. Um,
2: I'm definitely. Do you post on Facebook?
10: I do post on Facebook. I I have been uh, on Facebook for quite a while. I've been doing my own mental exploratory of 40 scribes in 40 days, and that was during another period of of uh, spiritual development for me, and I haven't posted all of those works during that 40 days period of time. So those are up there on my page. Um, I'm on Facebook, which is obviously Deep Thinker. Uh, right. So feel free to come by check me out. Uh, I want to continue to urge you to keep putting your show out there I will definitely make a point to try and stop by your page, post up the link for the share information on your page for your blog talk radio show, and feel free to put your information for your show in my inbox at least a couple days prior to, if you can, and I'll make sure that I post it on my page, along All with right, the call-in number, okay? All
2: right. I appreciate that. Thank you.
10: You're quite welcome. And right ahead. What
2: to, um to... Close the show. We have about two minutes left. And is there any links or anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we go?
10: Um, Well, the only thing I want to uh, suggest is obviously you're more than welcome to stop by my page, which is Deep Thinker. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm not sure where everyone is currently calling from in the chat room. I urge everyone to continue writing a positive nature. Time for the soul to be made well. Time for the poets, intellectual activists, community, individuals who care to speak for the soul. Time for the soul to be made well. Uh, That is all I have to, to post up at this point. You will hear from me again, and I look forward to your next show.
2: Looking forward to it. Thank you again, Deep thinker. All right, guys, we're um, closing out tonight. This has been a great night um, full of information and definitely passionate, passionate poetry. Uh, the next show will be airing Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. It might run from 11.30 to 1.30. Um, just check the listing. You will definitely um, be notified prior to the show starting. So the next time, guys, one love.
1: bye for now we'll have our second time around But before you go there's something i like to say give things I worth have There's a stronger force behind the scene He's in our lives every day He's right there when we go